Lazarus! Eat your hot dog, boy. Eat your hot dog, boy. It's three o'clock in the morning. I'm sleeping in my bed. This cat comes in and wakes me up and says, Eat your hot dog, boy. Eat your hot dog, boy. Eat your hot dog, boy. Flies up and says, tweet, tweet, yeah. Eat your hot dog, boy. Eat your hot dog, boy. Eat your hot dog, boy. And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard tomorrow's keepsake with Eat Your Hot Dog Boy. Today on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with Maestro Fresh Wes, and also Airborne from Australia. Speaking of Australia, here are Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs with their version of Poison Ivy. She comes home like a rose and everybody knows she'll get you in
are you? I'm Joel. Uh, I'm in a band called Airborne. And Joel, who do you have beside you? Uh, my brother Ryan. Hello, Ryan. How you going, mate? Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thanks. It's great to be here. Now, Ryan, what can you say about Joel's style? Uh, well, he is your brother. He is my brother. He is my brother. He doesn't really use a comb much with his hair, and he likes to climb things like a little gorilla or like a monkey. Thanks, Ryan. That's great. And, Joel, what can you say about Ryan's style? Well, he's more like a chimpanzee, really. If I'm going to be a monkey, he can be the chimp. And, Joel, what can you say about my style? You noticed something right off the bat, didn't you? Oh, uh, yeah, you got the New Balance, uh, the uh, New Balance shoes I used to have on. Joel from Airborne, how many moves do you have? I've heard you have 28 moves. 28 moves, eh? Um, oh, look, you know, I mean... Uh... What are some of Joel's moves? Could you say, Ryan? Uh... <laughs> I've heard that you have 28. I used to do one look like uh, George Michaels. <laughs> What's the George Michael move? Um, he's, he's not. He's George Michaels is the wrong dude. Uh, oh, okay. It's Sean Michaels. He's oh. the heartbreak kid. He's the wrestler. It's. Um, I don't know what Ryan's talking about. You'd have to ask him. But 28 moves up on stage. What are the different moves? Because I love the move to have where you go like this. You guys love this, don't you? You're not afraid to do this, are you? That's the one. That's the. Oh yeah. It's just. Yeah, it makes us feel good when we're doing that. You know, if we're going to go into a battle, I'd fucking do that before I went and shot someone. That's number one. But where's number 27, 28, 29 up? above that I don't know I don't know you'd have to see the show I guess it's, it's all sort of combustible into one thing ah you guys are really good at selling the show aren't you Airborne that's really good come to the show eh you won't reveal what the other 26 moves are just that number one is ah there you go that's it what makes you want to bang head um well you mean like head bang yes what makes you want to head bang uh well you know it's just something you do it's just that it's it automatically happens you don't really think about it you just all of a sudden you find you're doing it well how did you develop your head bang uh, it just happened does it hurt though <laughs> have you ever got hurt from that banging head no i don't think so well you don't really feel pain on stage it's all the adrenaline takes over i mean like maybe the next day when you wake up you go oh geez my neck's a bit sore but then you do it again the next night and you do it for two years straight and then you don't feel anything anymore Airborne. There is no fashion with Airborne, is there? There shouldn't be fashion in rock and roll, mate. <laughs> There's no politics with Airborne, is there? Oh, not really. You know, just have a good time, you know, turn it up and get drunk, get laid, and, yeah, it's all what life's all about. Although, getting drunk, didn't the Australian consulate, speaking of politics, help you get drunk? They did, mate. You, you do your research well. Uh, and uh, they, uh, they did. They got us a slab of VB uh, a while back and they because uh, it was supposed to go to a beer and wine spirits uh, show. And then uh, they ended up sending it our way. So we were very lucky and very, uh, very grateful for that. So you can't diss politics too much, can you, if they're going to give you some wine, if they're going to get you drunk? Well, not when it comes to beer, no. No. No pedals for Airborne. No pedals. No, no, we just have a steering wheel. You just plug right into the marshals, don't you? No pedals for Airborne. No pedals, no pedals. Just straight in there. Yeah, yeah. That is incredible. No pedals for Airborne. Do you play guitar yourself? I play a bit of keyboards and scream. Ah, uh, okay, nice. And no pedals for my keyboard either. Yeah. Or I just use a volume control with the hand, you know, no foot pedals. That's all you need. No pedals for Airborne. Airborne, I also saw that you guys played a gig with some an incredible, an incredible group of scary individuals. You played with Motorhead and Rose Tattoo. <laughs> yeah, they were uh, two of our favourite bands, and they always have been, and it was great, you know. It was a full circle to, get, to, uh, to, be, you know, to be influenced by those bands. They get you into playing a band, and then you share the same stage, and then it's like it's, uh, it's a full circle, and it blows you away. 
How can you guys describe Rose Tattoo? Because they're kind of an underappreciated Australian rock band. Not in Australia, but elsewhere. And how would you describe the way they look and the way motor... I mean, what I'm saying, you know, you know, Airborne played with Rose Tattoo. People are like, yeah, yeah, big... No, hello! It's like Rose Tattoo and well, just the actual look of the fellows, isn't it? Yeah, look, I mean, it's... um, it's uh, They're a real Aussie pub rock and roll band. And then, like, with Motorhead, you know, they're, they're a true rock and roll band. And those two bands together, there is something between those two bands is similar. It's just about going out there no bullshit, rock and roll, and as loud as it's possibly uh, capable of. And they look really scary too, those guys, don't they? Oh yeah, they, they are, they definitely are. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely are, that's no joke, isn't it? Rose Tattoo! Oh yeah, you wouldn't want to mess with them. One member of Rose Tattoo from years ago, his name was Mick Cox. Yeah, Mick Cox. What I find interesting is, speaking of Cox, you guys are going to be touring with Dragon Force soon. Yeah, yeah. That no, should be fun. And Dragon Force goes so far out of the way to satisfy their fans that they will take requests for signing... Cox. Yes, they will sign Cox. <laughs> Have you seen Dragon Force sign a cock? And would you sign a cock, Airborne? Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen uh, Dragon Force sign a cock as of yet, but we're on tour with them in the Mayhem tour. So uh, we may get to see that at some point. So you guys haven't been offered anything like that? You've not been offered up any cocks at all? No, quite the opposite, mate. And I'm actually quite happy that I've been offered quite the opposite, to be honest, yes. Airborne, speaking of crazy stuff that happens on tour, did you guys once encounter one of your recording engineers who told you a story about Piss and Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. did tell us a story about that. What did Ozzy Osbourne do to the crowd? I'm going to get quoted here, but anyway, I mean, what, what, what I was told or what we were told was that uh, uh, when Ozzy Osbourne used to tip a bottle, uh, bucket of water on his head, that was um, him urinating at the same time. And then threw it out at the crowd. Well, yeah, I mean, I, well, you see him throw the buckets out every time, but, I mean, it could, it could be made up, you never know, because, I mean, it's a pretty scary thought in the front row, you know, you've paid your money for front row tickets and Ozzy's throwing his piss all over you. <laughs> I mean, oh, well, it might be a hell of an experience, it might be what you pay for. And these are some of the amazing stories that you learned while recording in Los Angeles, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Hours and hours in the studio getting these great stories straight from... Uh, Bob Mallet. And he worked with... Ozzy Osbourne. Airborne... <laughs> You are an important band that is forging new ground in promo material. What can you tell the people about this? Can you lift right now? What do you have right there? Can you show to the camera? Can you explain? Stubby holders. Stubby holders. Well, I guess, yeah, stubby holders. Uh, what do we call them out here? Beer coolers? The beer cozies. Beer cozies. Keep them nice and cozy. So you're trying to get the word of Airborne out there. You're touring across Canada through the snow. Yeah, well, we blew up a tire last night. and went venturing off into the mountains. Just getting the word out there as best you can, trying to promo Airborne through the promo items. Are you guys into the promo items? I think it's cool promo items, don't you? Oh, you know, it gets the name out there. I wanted to ask you guys about promo items and your love of promo items. Since, you know, you've had the Airborne beer cozies, I wanted to show you guys and ask you particularly about some of the stuff. First off, we're going to start right here with your friends and mine, Nickelback, the Nickelback Thong. What can you tell the people about the Nickelback thong? Your label mates. Looks like Tasmania. It's a state of Australia. So Nickelback are doing the thong. Are they one-upping Airborne, who have the beer cozies? What was that? Are they one-upping you? you know, does oh, I think they are. You know, I mean, well, we're keeping, we're keeping the guys happy, I guess, and they're keeping the girls happy. So if they hook up together, like, you know, yeah. if, if that gets in there, then 
then uh, that'll be a happy lady and a happy guy. There are some more options for you, though, Airborne. You have your beer cozies, but what else could there be possibly? What else could there be for Airborne? Well, I have another, I have another idea right here, the Ben Queller toothbrush. How about an Airborne toothbrush? Well, there you go. Well, you, well, you know, we could, yeah, we could get into that. Yeah, you get into the toothbrush. You guys are the cleaning the teeth. Oh, you know, you've got to clean them once in a while, <laughs> otherwise they fall out. Mm. It continues on looking at different promo items. We have a Ben Queller toothbrush, yep. Nickelback thong, yep. Airborne Beer Cozy. God, there's got to be oh, some more ideas. What other ideas? Here's something you'll love. A Jet Soggy Cracker. Is that... A Jet Soggy Cracker. Is that like, did you get that from their um, platter or something, did you? What is a Jet Soggy Cracker? Could you explain about Jet and the importance of soggy crackers? Um, I don't know, mate. You'd have to ask them. I'm sure they've got a need for it, though, if it's, uh, if it's an official uh, promo item. I think I can't see Jet on there, though, so I don't know if you've really got this from your Bicky tin <laughs> or you've actually got it from them. All this stuff is 100% legit. Look, Ben Queller, Jet Soggy Cracker, oh. Airbone Beer Cozy. There we have Nickelback Thong. It's not stopping, though. Believe it or not we have local band in vancouver british columbia canada and they're giving this to you as a gift actually they gave me to give this to you they're called vancouver vancouver sunglasses they're cool from the band vancouver they're from vancouver do you like the name of the band vancouver they're all girls too uh, really vancouver are they hot yeah damn right they are vancouver sunglasses so what do you think about airborne sunglasses could you go for those i think we could go for them we could go for some vancouver's too and continue on airborne we also have something else you could do for your band and this is something else you could use you have your beer cozies yeah. you could use there's me nardwar to human serviette oh. a nardwar to human serviette what do we have here floaty pen that's awesome, Nardwar. If you look, if you right. look there, watch, look what happens to Nardwar as he gets flipped. He goes, he has, I'm, I have my shirt on one side, and what happens? Um, what, he's going upside down. Oh! oh look at that, the, the colours. <laughs> Nardwar floaty pen, going from cold Canada to warm Australia. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, there he is. Oh, nice, that's great. Now, Airborne, you have your beer cozies. We have the thong, we have the toothbrush, the soggy cracker. Yeah. The sunglasses, the Nardwar floaty pen. But, I mean, there's yeah, something... We don't, have, we don't have the Nardwar hat. <laughs> no, not yet. But we have something that I think could top them all. This is something that you guys could do. The rock and roll band. Are you guys familiar with the rock and roll band No Effects at all? Oh, I have heard of them. Skate yes. rock band, No Effects. I've yes. heard the name, yes. They are the guys that paved the way for promo items. And here it is right now. And I'm suggesting that you perhaps could use this right here. It is the No Effects Sheep right here. That's great. I think, uh, did KISS have one of these? Because they really do the promo thing well, you know? This was for the NoFX album, Heavy Petting Zoo. Mm. And this was the NoFX Sheep. What so I think this... Just what have you been doing to this? It's, uh, <laughs> it's all dirty. <laughs> it's been sitting in the Nardwar Museum. Creamy yellow stains, white... <laughs> You're not really actually supposed to see that. You're not actually Nardwar. supposed to see it. Although I am approaching it's it the right way. out there. No, I, no it, it is, this is really, this has been in storage because this is the oh, NoFX Heavy Petting Zoo Rare yeah. promo item by NoFX. That's fantastic. And then, of course, it all goes right back to, there we have the, yeah, air, the Airborne. Uh, beer cozy. Beer cozy. Yes. Uh, you can put some of that stuff down if you yeah, like. You don't have to actually touch the gross yellow well, thing I'll, that's right there. I'll let this in the, uh, <laughs> graze in the greens over there. Are there many sheep in Australia? There is a few sheep in Australia. It's mainly New Zealand though, isn't it? There's a sheep happening there. Yeah, there's a lot there, yeah. Here you are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Airborne. On the brand new cover of their brand new CD, you guys are running out of Pentridge Prison. Pentridge Prison, around the corner from where we used to live in Melbourne. What's that like? Because I read now that it's been turned into housing. 
<laughs> it has, yeah. <laughs> like you can live at Pentridge Prison now. Oh yeah, you can live there. You know, it's um, yeah, it's all part of the fun these days in Australia, living in prisons. But that's not really a jokey place, is it? It was a scary place, Pentridge, wasn't it? Hell, uh, it's basically hell. It was like, um, oh, it's, it's like I mean, it gets like any of those prisons. But when you hear people like stories they tell from like spending nights there and doing time there, like it was, you know, it's as cold as this or colder, and there's nothing but just a stone wall, a rusty old bars on the window and, and rain and, and, you know, rats and just shit, you know. Ned Kelly was there. Yeah, he was hanging out there. What's it like now, though? There's housing? Like, you walk through the gates and you go into a house? Or what is it? Uh, it's, I think I think the front wall's still there and the front gate, but actually behind it's all knocked down, so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that some people like... Like, the... for your photo shoot, when you did it, were people looking? What was it like? Were there people in their houses looking at you? What was going on? No, it was just people driving past, tooting their horns. Here we are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, but let's go back to Australia for a moment there, Joel. You worked in a bar for a little while, didn't you? Yeah, I worked in a pub called the Hotel Warnable. That's where I met David, uh, Rhodesy, the rhythm guitarist, just pouring beers and cleaning ashtrays. And I was wondering, I heard that you used to be able to break up fights. So speaking of different moves, didn't you have a look that you could give and a look you can give the camera that means, don't screw with me, I want to beat you up? Oh, you know... What's that look? Can you oh, give us that look? Don't a, screw with me. I want to be eyes kind of thing. That would sort of get people to go, oh, he, he's... You do that one more time? That's amazing. What, what look is... Can you explain what look this is? The eyes thing? It's just a psycho look, you know? <laughs> and that stopped people from attacking you because there's probably some big incidences there of weirdness, right? Yeah, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, they're coming at you with a bottle and all you got is a serviette and a, and a, you know, a cloth for cleaning dishes with. You got Thank a... you for calling it a serviette, too. Yeah. Instead of napkin, you know, Nardwart a human serviette. People don't get over that. They, they think they like napkin. It's, it's a serviette, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's what it is, you know. <laughs> Airborne, when you guys are touring and stuff, have you made it down to Tasmania at all? We actually haven't, not yet. What have you heard about playing Tasmania? Have many people played Tasmania? I'm just curious about that. It looks like that. Uh, it looks like that. Yeah, look, that, that, that's pretty much a good look of Tasmania. Like, it seriously looks like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, look, it's, uh, it's just uh, we've got to get there one day, and um, we're spewing that we ha- never had the chance to yet. Airborne, it's so great when you guys are touring. You look so excited. I saw some photos and videos. You guys are getting excited over a bag of potato chips. Oh, yeah, I love potato chips. But, like, you're fighting over a bag of potato chips. That's awesome. Salt and vinegar, yeah. yeah it wasn't salt and vinegar. I think so, yeah. I just think that's great because, you know, a lot of times you see pictures of bands on the road and, you know, they're sleeping and stuff, but you're fighting. You're fighting over a bag of salt and vinegar potato chips. <laughs> that makes you better than others. Oh, well, salt and vinegar is my favourite kind of chips, and I think it's Ryan's favourite kind of chips, and I think it's everyone's favourite kind of chips in the band, so we love them. Airborne, pub rock band in $2 million record deal. Sydney Morning Herald. That's Sydney Morning Herald for you. <laughs> Sydney Morning Herald. But what I think is great is it says pub rock band. Like, you guys are proud of pub rock, aren't you? Oh, we love it, mate. It's what we grew up on. Like, some people, they're not so much into the pub rock, but you guys really rep the pub rock. So when I hear pub rock band in $2 million record deal, Sydney Morning Herald, I think, you must have loved that headline. Uh, the $2 million thing was uh, blown way out of proportion. But, um, uh, yeah, like having the Aussie pub rock thing up there is, uh, is great for us because they're all our favourite bands we grew up with. And um, to, be, to be accepted into that is a great thing for us. And important pub rockers should take note because one of the most important pub rockers ever, what can you tell the people about Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs right here? In this particular comp, we have 32 Oz classics. There we have Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs. Oh, oh, look at this. This is amazing. 
Where did you find this? No, why seriously, where did you find this? This is a compilation I've had for your 60 down under. 32 Oz Rock classics. Number one, what do we have here? Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs. What can you tell the people about Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs? Well, mate, he's, he, started, he started the whole Aussie pub rock thing. You know, he's the first guy to really get up there and turn it up and just no bullshit, straight ahead, you know, in people's faces. And, and there's a story called Billy Killed the Fish where he uh, was so loud that he blew up a tank of... Um, uh, tropical fish, and, uh, and and all the fish went all over the floor. But I mean, look, look at this. You've got you've got the Easy Beats on there as well, mate. You've got uh, you've got the best here. It's great. You mentioned the Easy Beats, produced by Vanda Young, ACDC connection, of course. Well, there's George there. You've got him in the photo there. What I was interested about that is Malcolm Young of ACDC, who's apparently perhaps rumoured for showing up here tonight. At the gig? Oh, have you spoken to Malcolm? Or I heard they're recording in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. They are, mate. It's going to be. A, I think it's going to be something special because they've, you know, they've been, they've been, I guess, writing this for eight years or seven years. It's a seven-year itch, and for ACD, so I think it's going to be a great thing. So Malcolm Young, because there's Angus, of course, but Malcolm is the coolest, isn't he? Ah, uh, well, I guess I guess they're all cool. Well, I think he's really cool because this playing the rhythm guitar doesn't always get the props. You know what I mean? I love he's kind of like the rose. Ta- he's the rose tattoo of ACDC. Oh yeah, no, I mean I, I think Malcolm is 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 uh he, he's the Malcolm of ACDC. But he just looks so cool playing his guitar there. He's just amazing, Malcolm is. Oh, uh, he really he's he's a phenomenal rhythm guitar player. You know, and so is his brother George. And I think um uh, in, in like in the world, I think um yeah he's he he's probably the best rhythm guitarist. There is. He's Malcolm Young. Lastly here, winding up here, Airborne, the Big Day Out Festival. What was the first Big Day Out Festival you guys attended? What do you remember about seeing early rock and roll gigs in Australia? For instance, Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs. What were some of your first gigs? Um, to, to go see was uh, Rose Tattoo in Warrnambool. And, uh, and, yeah, and seeing ACDC in, uh, in Melbourne and, and The Poor. They're another Aussie pub rock band you should go look out for. And uh, The Baby Animals, Screaming Jets, uh, a lot of bands. Yeah. Any big day outs you went to for the first time? Uh, I remember seeing Bob Dylan. Uh, and actually a friend took me to Bruce Springsteen once. So that was pretty good. Uh, Warnable. That's how you pronounce it, isn't it? Warnable, yeah. Warnable. How tough is it there? I also read it's got like the second highest crime rate in Australia. And that's where you're from. Uh, yeah. yeah. In between uh, in between two sort of uh, pubs. And also the highest alcohol consumption in Victoria, which is the state of, of Victoria, of Warnable. Which makes sense for the beer cozy. Yeah. Airborne, Australia's number one top-selling magazine for the radio-controlled enthusiast. Um, what was that again? Airborne, <laughs> Australia's number one top-selling magazine for the radio-controlled enthusiast. Oh, yeah, the, the old, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're our biggest star. Uh, yeah, that's, that's our biggest rival. Yeah, the band's so good they named a magazine after you. <laughs> Motorized aeroplanes, yeah. yeah. Which I think is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. That's a good market. If you could get everybody that's into motorized airplanes to come out to airborne gigs, I mean, there's no well, there's telling. Promo ideas you were talking about before. Who Has anyone ever done the motorized airplane promo item at the merch stand? No, they haven't. Well, there you go. There we, that would be absolutely incredible for airborne. you got to have a remote control airplane. Oh, well, yeah, that's it. Wow, it could be right there. Well, thanks so much, airborne. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Uh, it was very good to meet you, Nav. Why you definitely one of a kind. Well, thanks so much, Airborne. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 do. Nadwa.
and you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Narwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard Vancouver from Canadian Tuxedo with their track, Vanity. Before that, from Australia, the Masters, Apprentices, and Buried and Dead. And before that, an interview with Airborne, who actually mentioned Vancouver indirectly there. And Airborne are from Australia. Coming up on an Ardwater Human Serviette radio show, an interview with, from Toronto, Ontario, the man that invented T-Dot, Maestro, Fresh Wes. And here is Maestro, Fresh Wes, best friend, Mishi Me, with Jamaican Funk, Canada style. Down in Jamaica, they got love. Down in Jamaica, they got me. Down in Jamaica, they got fun. Down in Jamaica, they got so. Jamaican sweet girl, pick and eat them 
sound crisp cause I'm a brother who's real not fake and I heard Robert Palmer wants to do a remake when it comes to rhymes don't steal or take be original don't duplicate cause I'm five foot ten but big like Ben Johnson I'm the black Charles Bronson death wish death wish death wish I'm on a dead pool you know the one I'm a list so step aside step back step off I gotta twirl from your girl unless she thinks she's soft fresh west is sweet like molasses when I hear the clubs I scoop so many assistants no I go solo my brother yeah word to the mother I'll While my sister's sitting for the brother Who's conducting things, I'm conducting things Because I'm from Canada, don't think I'm an amateur Cause I'm so fly, I'm dropping dope like Panama Last year, I wore a black tuxedo My chicks paid to see me in my silk black speedos In my whirlpool or in my jacuzzi with a Uzi on the side, the mice don't snooze. From Toronto with sex appeal, dark skin with curly hair, unlike Curl and Neil. I don't play ball cause I can't throw down, but my rhymes make me sweeter than sweet Georgia Brown. No beginner but a winner, past the champagne. Girls be on my jock like expect to 12 from Haynes. I never change, I remain to lay low. You know, lie low, stay cool and drink Milo. And I still chill with my homies Ebony and Bungalow Bill. To all the girls that I duke before on tour, I'm coming back for more with a new LP. <laughs> You're gonna love it, me and LT, <laughs> and Easy does it. And do it easy, Farty Flex and Floyd. We give a work to the unemployed. So party hardy while my sisters sing for the brother who's conducting things. I'm conducting things. Halls and packed domes. You went crazy when you first heard backbone, the club jam. That major hype. Are you on the floor? Cause I'm on the mic. The bass you felt made your mouth from frozen. Then you scream, roll over Beethoven. Since he was a youth, my stroke chose art. Now I'm the modern day Ebony Mozart, the man of the hour, too sweet to be seen. 
sour From Birchmount just north of Glendower Foes who oppose I will devour Because I'm Asiatic and I got the power They say the kind of rubber so make you say hot damn Isn't that the brother that went to lamb The kisses I deliver are like champagne For Manti Bambino but the ladies insane When it comes to girls don't mess with West By the time you clock digits I got the address So many freaks on the maestro tip Is it me? My conductor stick on my money I'm no fool That's why I'm just playing it cool To all the girls who used to diss some mic Say shit, I could have been like ice teas white On the cover of the albums But go medallions, but you blew it So take a volume and just swing While my sisters sing for the brother Who's conducting things, I'm constructing things Don Strolion, a.k.a. the Maestro Fresh West. Maestro Fresh West, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thanks for having me as usual, man. Maestro, I'd like to begin with a lyric. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. A Maestro Fresh West. Lyric. Lyric, here it is. Quote, Ice-T and P.E. gave me... Energy? Love. Oh, yeah, they did give me love, that's right. They yeah, did. what can you tell me about Ice-T and P.E. giving oh, me love, Maestro yeah. Fresh West? That's what I learned from, that's what I learned from, understand what I'm saying? It wasn't just like, the rhyme is how to conduct yourself with interviews such as yourself, you know what I'm saying? How to conduct yourself with fans, how to just be, it's, not, it's beyond just rhyming. And that's what I learned, because I, I did a little tour with Public Enemy back in 89, Ice-T, the same thing, so that's how I, I learned from those cats. So, what, what's interesting is, 89, you tour with Public Enemy, yeah. and just a few weeks ago or months ago, you played with Public Enemy again! That was last year, they just keep following me around, man. What you was know? that like? What happened in that instance, Maestro? Yeah, Chuck, put, Chuck put me on stage, he goes, yo, this one, a good friend of mine, Canadian, legend, the Maestro Fresh West, and the crowd went nuts, man, so it was a good feeling. How about Ice-T? You played with him in 89, uh, what interaction have you had with Ice-T? Uh, food fight, you throwing chicken wings at me, man, but he gave me love, so that's, that's the very thing. How about over a year or so? Have you bumped into him here yeah, and there? I wish, I wish, man. I wish. I'm really proud of him on the acting tip, but I've been following him on the acting tip, so that's what I'm trying to do. Now, speaking of acting, Maestro Fresh. Wes? What was it like being in Get Rich or Die Trying with 50 Cent? I wasn't in that movie. It's on IMDb, but they got to take that off because I was never actually in that movie, man. Because I thought that would have been amazing, you and Fiddy together. Me and Fiddy together would have been amazing, but... I never seen him. Now, does Fiddy know about Meister Fresh West? I don't know. <laughs> Good question. But I know about him, so. You know, when I say Meister Fresh West, because you are out west these days, aren't you? You're living yes, in I Vancouver. Am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And I think the props that have gone from Toronto to New York and New York and Toronto back and forth, there's a great connection there, isn't there? I think so. I mean, if you look back to the original gangsters, like Boogie Down Productions, the original gangsters we have here. What can you tell the people about this particular record right here, Meister Fresh West? Well, Boogie Down Productions. Look at the back of this album here. It says, you know, big up to Ron Nelson and the Toronto Posse. Understand what I'm saying? Because one of the first places KRS-1 and Boogie Down Productions came to was Canada, was Toronto. And this is like the blueprint for gangsterism. And on the back, what do we have? Throwdowns to Toronto and Ron Nelson. That's right. Ron Nelson, that's the true godfather of Canadian hip-hop, for real. He's the one who brought down everybody, everybody. So 
enough respect still. You were in New York in an interesting time, weren't you? Because yeah. you did your album in New York, didn't you? Nah, this kid can't be from yeah. Canada. Yeah, yeah, it was a very interesting time. Definitely hooked up with Showbiz and AG. Laura Finesse, it was a good time, too. What about Wu-Tang Clan? Like, you were there, like, the whole Biggie, Tupac. Were you there at that actual time? Nah, I see, I seen uh, Biggie and Tupac perform together. I seen them perform together on stage. Bobby Brown was on stage. I know what Bobby Brown was doing on stage, too. But Bobby Brown was on stage, too. It was wicked. I'll never forget that. That was real cool. How did your gigs go down? Were you playing at that gig? Could you jump up on nah, stage? Nah, nah, what nah. would happen if you jumped on stage with Bobby Brown, Tupac, and Biggie? I'd probably get in the fight. He'd probably throw me off stage, you know what I'm saying? But I was a fan watching. I, I saw history in the making, man. Definitely. Oh, why would there be a fight? Uh, do you like stage invaders yourself at all, Maestro? Nah, nah, I stay back. As a matter of fact, tonight's going to be real peaceful, too. It's going to be real lovely. Definitely. Meister Fresh West, why didn't it work out so well in New York for you? Like, how did it go over in New York? Because, like, you're back, you know, in Canada, where you belong in Canada. Yeah. But still, New York, why didn't it work out too well? Because, like, you really tried the label, hard. The label didn't give me that love and that support and that push. You could be the greatest quarterback in the world, but if you're not on the right team, you're not going to go to the Super Bowl. And that's the bottom line right there. That's how it went down. But peace and love, you know what I mean? You just keep it moving. No matter what, Toronto's my home. Vancouver's the home away from home. I've been in Toronto before the CN Tower was built, so I'm Toronto to the fullest, man. That's, that's what's up. You are Maestro Fresh? God bless the child. Fresh West, baby. I'm Maestro Fresh West. Now, you have a thug song, don't you? What thug songs do you have, Maestro? I don't have thugs. What thug songs do I have? Uh, don't you have pushing back wigs? Yeah, that's not a thug song. This is lyrically hitting people over the head. I ain't thug. When I, when I hear thug, I think, like, you know, not, not necessarily that, you know. But you can compete with the best of them. Like, you do have a thug song. Come on, it's a bit of thuganism, isn't there? A little, maybe a little essence of that. But the thing is, from a lyrical perspective, all I was saying is, like, lyrically, I knock your head off, basically. Maestro, you mentioned earlier Ron Nelson. That's correct. That's my man right there. And he was helping you in the early days of Maestro. He not only helped me, he helped everybody. If it wasn't for him, there would be no Maestro Fresh West. That's my man right there. And he said, quote, Maestro was the victim of the hate of rap early on. Why was that? Because I did it, and, and nobody else did, man. Cats were just looking, and, and like, they were just jealous, man, because I did my thing. And that's, that's that, to me, that's kind of like the element of Toronto a lot of times, too. I came out in a time where everybody else wanted to make it, and I was one of the few who was doing my thing. So I was a victim of a lot of hate, but, you know, I'm still here, still standing. So. Was it the tuxedo? Because some people said it was the tuxedo. I think the tuxedo is amazing. Why wouldn't people like the tuxedo, maestro? I don't know, because they're busy following American cats, man, just trying to look and sound like American. I came with something totally different, you know? So... A lot of people couldn't get with that. I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to assimilate. I'm trying to innovate. So a lot of times, especially back then, cats were trying to just assimilate, trying to be what was already done. So I think I threw him off of being coming out of left field. But it's all good. Now, the battles in early Toronto, Ron Nelson brought up rappers and stuff. Like, he'd bring up KRS-One to battle the local cats. What do you remember about that? Oh, man, KRS-One battled my man MC Rumble. He had Biz Markie beatboxing. Imagine that, the Biz beatboxing. It was crazy, man. It was crazy times. Like, do the setup for this. Like, the local rappers are thinking they're just going down to some beat-off showdown or whatever, and then he imports all these people from New York. That's pretty amazing. Going nah, this we knew. People knew. That's the thing. Toronto was just like New York, man. We were just there. We were on the same playing field, man. You know? It was like a baby New York, man. What about much music? Mm. Like, much music is important for Meister Fresh West, yep. isn't it? Is the first time you ever performed Let Your Backbone Slide on Electric Circus? That's how I got my record deal. I was never, you, you know what? What did you do? You, you, you checked out all the information and they come back to me? This guy's a little wizard over here. But that's where I got my record deal. I performed Electric Circus. My label from New York City just so happened to be visiting, and that's what's up. Like, it's too bad. There's no more Electric Circus, is there? I know. I know. But it was good. It was a good little vibe. <laughs> it was, who was the host back then? Michael Williams with the voice of this with his Jerry Curls and he talk like this. Yep. Is that clip still out there? Like, could we possibly cut to that clip of my still Fresh West doing Let Your Backbone Slide for the first time? Is it still there? The original, the original Backbone? You might be able to. I'm sure you still have it. 
Now, going back to the original backbone, it wouldn't be possible, would it, without this band right here, Maestro. You can put down the boogie down for a moment. <laughs> what can you tell me, Maestro Fresh West, the about beats. this, the champ, the mohawk? The beats, the beats, the samples, everything, man. This is like, yo, this is hip-hop right here. One of, the, one of the records we sample from. And what particularly do you sample on this particular record by the Mohawks? I think it was the drums, the doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. We got, we got some stuff in there. Champs, doo-doo-doo. Yep. And other bands have also sampled that as well. I think Main Source even a little sampled that. A lot of people, Eric B and Rakim, this is like one of the foundational records, definitely. Kicking it right back with Maestro Fresh? Wes, you know how we do. No, you're laying down the line. You're telling people what to do, aren't you, Maestro? In my own way. You're conducting things. I bless the child. And I love the way how you use kind of interesting samples and stuff. There's a bit of ska, isn't there, in conducting things That's almost? Right. That's right. Of course, man. Of course. A little ska. Do you like the ska? Of course, man. That's why I touched it. Because when I did Backbone, I didn't want to come with the same thing after. So I came with something a little different. So I came with a Scott John conducting things, you know. And when people are listening to conducting things, they're also hearing you spit. How fast can you spit? Are you like 64 bars a minute? Blah, 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 blah. Like, are you like the, <laughs> what is your spin? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm, a, if I'm as fast as Twister or whatever like that, but I'm pretty quick. I can get pretty quick when I'm ready. Yeah. Maestro Fresh West, is this the first hip-hop record to come out of Canada right here, to get loose crew? This is my man Be Cool right over here. Is Be this, Cool, Carlito. Is, is this the first hip-hop record that came out of Canada? Is this before you? Yo, definitely. This thing came out before. When was the year was this? I think that was 87. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is big right here. Like, what can I tell people about the first hip? Is this what hip-hop looked like in Canada in the early days, before Maestro Fresh West? What can you say about the Get Loose crew from Scarborough? Yeah, I wouldn't say before me, you know what I'm saying? Because we were all making records at the same time, like all performing at the same time. But this actual vinyl came out definitely before me. You know what I'm saying? This is my man Jell over here who I mentioned in Stick to Your Vision. This is my man Stanley S. Blank over here like this, and this is Carlito. We did just the way, just like me, so, yeah. And some of the Get Loosers actually metamorphosized in... <laughs> what can you say about this right here? What is this, Maestro? Cool. This is like a little hip house, little thing over here, you know what I'm saying? But my man came from this to this over here like this. This is my man Carlito, before Wait, he was... Uh, so Carlito is, is right there? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the change into the styles. Yeah, yeah, he just went through a transition right there. You know, I think we had the same tailor back then, too. Maestro, I'm still curious about a couple other hip-hop records that I want to ask you. Canadian hip-hop standards here. Okay. What can you say about this right oh, this here? This classic, right? This, actually, do you, do you want to get your phone right there? Always something. Oh, there. Always so. You know what really bugs me is anytime somebody tries to give props to Canadian rap music, there's, there's a distraction going on. Everybody's trying to distract. Yeah. No, we're not going to let any cell phone distract okay. us right so, here from so Canadian rap. Like, I would like to ask you about this right here. This particular comp that came out, Maestro, yeah. the Beat Factory. Look who's on here. This this is a who's who of Canadian rap in the early days. What can you say about these different artists here? Well, this is me right here, right? This is me right over here like this, right? This, uh, we got Maestro Fresh West. You got uh, Main Source over here like this. You got Kish. You got Dream Warriors. You got, yeah, man, Kish did this thing back then, too. This was cool. This is a real cool uh, little collaboration right over here like this, man. New Black Nation. Yeah. Top Secret. Fresh B. Yeah, this is hot, boy. This joint right here. This is for the record. This is cool. And underneath here, you got to say who represents in the East Coast? Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, MCJ and Cool G from Halifax, right? Man, I remember that. Wow, wow. And before this, oh, main source. This is my man right here. He produced conducting things, man. My man K-Cut over here like this. We did that in 1991. So this is a large professor right here. Now, I'm fascinated by Main Source. Yeah. Are they Canadian or are they not? Two of the guys are Canadian, yeah, right? These are brothers right here. So they're from Toronto. And my man here is from Queens. 
but they actually all grew up in Queens. But Kevin's originally from Toronto. Both of them is originally from Toronto. And Large Professor has gone into quite a bit, hasn't he? I haven't heard from him lately, though. But, yo, for all the kids who don't know, this dude right here, this group right here is the group that brought out Nas on Live at the Barbecue. That's the first time Nas was ever heard on record. Main source brought him out. So that's the Canadian connection right there. And underneath that, what do we got, Maestro Fresh West? We have Ghetto Concept. Yeah, man. They performing tonight, too. My man's performing tonight, too, with us, man. We did a joint called Still Too Much. Is it easy on the motion? What joint is this? Wow. DJ copy. Yo, Cinco. Wow. That's dope. Ghetto Concept. And underneath, who are you up against always, Maestro? Tom Green, boy. Organized rhymes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he beat you out a couple times, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, man. He did his thing, man. He did his thing. And then, of course, Dream Warriors. Now, what was popularity in Canada? Maestro versus Dream Warriors. Was there any beef or anything going on between the two? Because nah, most of you guys are kind of around the same time, right? Yeah, we didn't have no beef. But you know what I'm saying? This is probably the most original hip-hop group of all time. Of all time. No one took more risks than these guys, man. They came out in, like, 1988, 89, telling you to wash your face in my sink. I still don't know what that means, but, like, that's a lot of guts, man. And honestly, this group right here, they, they sold a million records in, 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 in Europe, man. People, kids don't even know about that right now. This is hip-hop foundation right here. It's history right Canadian. here. Canadian. That's right. Straight out of the hood. And a few other groups here, Maestro Fresh West. We're going through some important groups here with Maestro Fresh West. We have some Canadian hip-hop legends right there. Wow. Mishi Me. Okay, see this girl right here? If it wasn't for her, a lot of things wouldn't be going down right now, man. That's my inspiration right here. Mishi Me. Definitely. Now, just back to Mishi Me for a second. Yeah. I was going through these amazing rap cards that they have at Beat Street in Vancouver. Yeah. And look what they have, rap cards. And who do we have on the <laughs> rap cards? Okay, Mishi Me LA Love. Main source. And more Mishi Me, but no maestro. Were you in a rap pack at all? No, I don't know if I was in a rap pack. But look at this hairdo, son. Mish, what's up? <laughs> That's now, cool. how come Mishi Me and Main Source would be in the rap packs and not you, Maestro? Because you did pretty well in the States, right? You were the first yeah. Canadian rapper to break there. So what, this came from the States? This, what, what yeah, these you, are rap pack. Where did you get this from? Beat Street Records in Vancouver have some old rap packs I got off the internet, and they're selling them. Wow. So these, like, vintage 91 rap packs. Oh, wow. I, I have absolutely no idea. Because, like, so Mishi Me is there. What can you say about Mishi Me? Because she was produced by, like, Scott LaRock, wasn't she? How, what's the yeah, Mishi yeah, Me yeah. New York connection? How'd that go down? Like, yeah. how, you got your deal on much yeah, music. Yeah, she yeah. got hers. Ron Nelson. If it wasn't for Ron Nelson bringing people down, that's how that connection happened. From Ron Nelson bringing down Boogie Down Productions, and that merger happened right there where they connected with Rumble, connected with B-Factory, connected with Mishi, and that's how that went down right there, man. So. Didn't she have, like, a cousin or something who was in a band or something like that or in a crew? Wasn't she related in that way? Not that I know of. I don't, know, I don't know about that. So we got the Mishi, and then underneath the Mishi, more Canadian hip-hop here is Maestro. Fresh West. We have Maestro Fresh West. We can't forget about Maestro. What can you say about how many styles? That was the New York sort of joint, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was cool, man. This was a cool little vibe right there. What was on the B side of this joint, man? I have this. Yeah, man, this was cool, too. But, yo, after that is the classic right here, B. This is what it's all about right here. The next year marks the 20-year anniversary of this album right here. I love it, man. My pops took this album cover in the basement, man. There's a backdrop. I rented this cello. Look at that, B. I couldn't even afford a tuxedo back there, so that was, that was a rental. Yeah, boy. And it's on LMR Records. Who were LMR Records? Did it have something to do with the monkeys? Nah, nah maybe that I know of. Not that I know of, B. But it's cool. What, tell me more about LMR. LMR is the Frack Mollus Records, a little company out of New York City. They were visiting uh, Toronto. Stevie B was there, too, and it was a good little vibe. That's, that's what happened, you know? Because if you notice, this is the American issue right here I got, not the attic version. This is the actual ML LMR version. Okay, 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 okay. Well, well that's what I got signed to. That's the label that signed me. So attic was licensing back then, you know what I mean? So, wow, boy, we go back. 
Oh, HDV, you probably... What can you say about HDV, Maestro Fresh West? Not much to say, but that's my man. That's my man still. Wow. Canadian hip-hop. Isn't there tons of it? There's tons of Canadian hip-hop. You know what? There's tons of Canadian hip-hop, but there's not tons of vinyl no more. Understand what I'm saying? A lot of cats ain't coming up. This is official right here. This is foundation right here, B. This is foundation. I'm proud of this, man. I ain't seen this in years, boy. Wow. No, no. Winding up here, Maestro, I want to ask you about foundation in Canadian hip-hop. Yeah. There's one record that I've been fascinated by, I'm always fascinated by, is this Michael Viner's Incredible Bongo Band. Okay. You're probably familiar with the Apache break in hip-hop. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the most influential breaks yeah. ever in hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you turn over the record, Maestro, this is the Incredible Bongo Band. Mm-hmm. Where does it say it was recorded for the Incredible Bongo Band? Right in Vancouver, British Columbia, ladies and gentlemen. It's so we have again more foundation of yeah. hip hop because exactly. you've heard of the Apache. Like, tell me about the Apache break. Have you ever rapped over the Apache nah, nah, break? Nah, but but the break dances break over that definitely. Wow. So it all comes full circle, doesn't it? Right back to Vancouver where you're returning. Yo, big up to Rascals, the Ragamuffin Rascals. You know what I mean? Me rap Funky Migraine. That's what's all about right there. B. Well, it's all about you, Meister Fresh West. But what about? Your family. Who is DJ Mel Boogie? That's my sister. That's my little sister. So she been following me up, doing her thing. She, yo, my sister opened up for MOP the other day, B. She DJ for MOP the other day. That's big news. And she does a radio show, or she contributes to a CKLN radio show? She got a show called Dropping Dimes. You know what I mean? Eighty-eight point one. And you talk about full circle. That's where I hooked up with Ron Nelson back in '82. Yeah, I know. You thank CKLN, so it's like twenty years of thanking CKLN radio, college radio, doing it. No doubt. No doubt about it. Who were first offense, Maestro? First offense are Peter and Anthony Davis, the brothers right here, who produced the first album. These, these two guys are brothers right here. Whatever happened to them? They produced the Kisha album, and lately they've just been chilling. I wish that was like the Neptunes back then. I wish they would, would put out more, more music, whatever, like that, but you know. Maestro, how hard was it to sample Gowan? How hard was it to sample Gowan? <laughs> it wasn't that hard because he gave me permission. I went in his baby. He's from Scarborough. I'm from Scarborough. I go, I got a great idea. He goes, all right. He actually gave me permission. It was easier to do sample that than, than the guess who. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. How hard was it to sample the guess who? I had to go through some legalities and what, what have you, but it was all good. Did you ever do, do it live with them at all? I'd love to do it live. Maybe next year sometime. I'd love to. That was these eyes, of course. Hell yeah. I'd love to do that live with them. And that, the Gowan track was? I'll perform with Gowan live, but I'd love to perform with Randy Bachman, Burton Cummins. Stick to your vision, these eyes, I'd love to. That'd be big for me. Mm. No, Maestro, you weren't in Get Rich or Die Trying, were you? No, I was not. But you were in Strippers playing a parking lot attendant? That wasn't me. That's a different West Williams altogether. It, was, it wasn't even West Williams, it was West Paris or something like that. That's not me. It's on your page. No, but it's not me. It's not me. I don't I, know. I want you to have been in Get Rich or Die Trying. I want you to have played a parking lot attendant. Bridget, I'm not a parking lot attendant in that movie. And I've been trying to get that off that same site. It's not coming off me. It's stuck. It's stuck on my side, but it's not me. And I ain't in that 50 movie either. Those two. That's almost Everything co- else is, is right on with that. You're talking IMDB. Yes, exactly. I talk to my agent every day, man. It's like, yo, get that off. That's wrong. It's the wrong dude. It ain't me. I think it's kind of like a total metaphor as well for Canadian rap. Like, if you're in a movie Strippers, you get to yeah. play the parking lot attendant. You don't even get to play the guy behind the bar. Yeah, I guess, I guess I got nothing to do with me. You're, have you been stuck in the parking lot while a stripping has been going on nah, inside nah, there, Maestro? Nah, but I'm making movies with Jamie Foxx right now. Check me out in Redemption, the Stanley Tookie Williams story. That's what's up. Well, what are you doing in that? I'm not a parking attendant, I tell you. Almost there, Maestro Fresh West. Winding up here, lastly, here we are. It's your birthday party. Happy birthday. God bless the child. Miss Mice is nice. What tips do you have for guys trying to pick up the ladies at all, Maestro Fresh West? 
pants like this may work. <laughs> may work. <laughs> might work. Come, come tonight at 10 o'clock. See how far. The, uh, you might do okay, because that's original. Nobody will be rocking pants like that or a hat like that. So you're original. So originality is definitely going to be in. So when you go into a room at all and you see some pretty ladies, you introduce yourself to every single lady, don't you, Maestro? Hi, I'm Wes. <laughs> Because I've seen some people who have actually documented you doing that at a chart magazine party. You were there, and you shook hands with every pretty lady in the room. Is that a little tip from Maestro? Like, when you go into a room, shake hands with everybody, introduce yourself? Well, they're just the pretty ladies alone? I think it was, like, pretty much everybody. I mean, like, you know, party tips from Maestro. Make yourself known, be presentable, introduce yourself, keep it moving. You've got to work the room, don't you? Work the room, especially if it's your own room. Yeah, I mean, You've got to work that, let people know, make people feel good about themselves. And you take it from there, you know. A lot of times people have negative stigmas towards my genre of music, whatever like that. So it's important to come out, and, you know, and be accommodating and whatnot, so. Well, thanks so much, Meister Fresh West. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Are you partying tonight with us? Hell yeah! do 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 almost, Meister Fresh West. Why should people care about Maestro Fresh West? Because the mice rhyme with nice. You know, I've been doing this since, since 82. Can you believe that? And I'm still here, still doing it. You're going to have a good time tonight. Party. You're going to hear Backbone's going to be sliding all night. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be lovely. Conducting things all night. It's going to be lovely. So well, happy birthday, Maestro Fresh West. And keep on rocking in the free world. And do 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 do
drop it. One hour flight and I'm capping. Like case number tape Manhattan. Each ceremony and every seminar. Another bar on bars, you wanna get scarred. I run a dead fool, let a rapper get this. Boys be playing every name of the deadliest. All the regulars, the blood check that's this. The fist on the bike to the headless. They broke into the vault of the phone. Didn't find Jack till we all went home. My bar could never be open and locked it. Punks be scoping the home of the pop. Any line is mine, you can't stop it. Are you ready for the drop? you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. You just, just, just heard right there, Maestro Fresh Wes with Drop the Needle. And before that, a song that Maestro sampled for Let Your Backbone Slide, The Mocks, The Champ. And before that, an interview with Maestro Fresh Wes. Coming up right now is the Get Loose Crew, the first rap record released in Canada with their song Rap Vigilante. And right after that, from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, 1993, the Rascals, the Ragamuffin Rascals, actually they are the Rascals on this release, on the Calabash record label, from 3955 Gravely Street in Burnaby, British Columbia, Canada, we are going to hear Funky Migraine. However, first, this is the Get Loose Crew, the first rap record released in Canada. Yo, what up, Len? Yo, what up, Joe, man? I'm just cooling out here watching out for my homie, MC Shadow. Yo, I know what you're saying, because with all these sucker duck MCs out there trying to diss him, word. But yo, don't even try it.
Do what you're gonna do. 